So you're you're not dictated by anyone else's readiness. No, 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 no. Whenever I'm ready, I'm ready, or maybe not ready. Depends. Depends how I feel. It depends how I feel on that particular moment. You're going to be very awkward today, aren't you? I'm always awkward. <laughs> Are we good? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, you missed the whole bit out. What, there, what bit? Oh, what bit did I miss out? Well, actually, no, you're right. Yeah, it does go hallelujah, and then I speak. Very nice. Yeah. But the hallelujah gets put in in editing. It doesn't start now, does it? Then you babble on for about five, ten minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. About, you know... Well, why don't you host it this week? No, no, no. Actually, that's a good idea. That is not a good idea. We got we got <laughs> Chapter 20 coming up soon. Chapter so 20. I said every 10th one I want to be different. Maybe Chapter 20 you can host. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, just send me all the details and I'll... Uh, yeah, okay. I'll host uh, Chapter 20. It's gonna all going to fall apart. As long as you don't get me trying to set the equipment up as well, then you can forget that. <laughs> So we'll be here all day. Okay, so I'll set the equipment up and I'll get yeah, that. Yes, done. yes. And then you can take over the episode. Finally, my time to shine. Well, let's <laughs> see if I'm on episode 20. Oh, yeah, good point. You don't you, know. You're not an ever present anymore, you, are you? No, I'm not. You don't know what episode 20 will bring. No. It's up to question, what, what, uh, Christmas, isn't it? Uh, what, what episode is this? 14? Well, let's start, shall we? <laughs> Fifteen. Uh, my name is Richard, I'm your host. Each week I gather around the table with my nearest and dearest and we each bring a topic that we want to talk about that week. This could be anything that we've been thinking about, something that's really started to piss us off or something that we found genuinely funny and we wish to share with our friends. So you're taking the piss again, but you, you, you don't even... Blah, blah, blah. That's it, yeah. Episode 20, you're going to host it, mate. And I'm yeah, going to we'll give you see. loads of shit. Grief. Uh, sorry, Rich, I'm not feeling very well to this. I can't make the podcast. I'm going to give you loads sorry, of shit. <laughs> like you always give me. You always give me grief, man, and a headache. Do anyway, I? Really? Am yeah. I that bad to, yeah. as a podcast yeah, guest? I hate, I hate working with on, you. Rating on a scale of one to my difficult guest on podcasts. Well, where is, where, where's the scale start and end? I don't know. So is one good or one bad? Whatever the scale you want to okay, believe so the scale is okay so if one is not very annoying and ten is extremely annoying you're a 30 wow <laughs> nice yeah well nice to be appreciated although apparently we have good banter and good chemistry so who, who, who said that uh, well Didier said it mm-hmm. uh, Dominic said it uh-huh. Dominic Diamond Dominic and Dominic who Dominic Diamond Dominic Diamond yeah and Didier Deschamps Didier Deschamps yeah <laughs> um who else has said it? Uh, my friend Sarah has said it. Although I don't I know. Fact, same up, Sarah Palin. I don't know whether she's my friend or not anymore. Like uh, I explained to uh, you yes. in the car over yeah. here. So um, yeah, so that's a little bit up in the air. But she said apparently we have very good chemistry as well. Um, she also listens to that podcast show, so she'll hear what you just said. Yeah, but like I said, because of the situation how it is now, I don't know whether she's still going to listen or not. I don't know mm. anymore. Well, she has your email, right? Uh yeah, but like I said, this is this is gonna be in the future at some point. So this mm. is even further this away is, from where it is now. What December? Where this will be going out 
Yeah, probably. Maybe last week in November, first week December. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's around my birthday. Oh, yeah. I'd let the people know that's my birthday coming up. Oh, it's not coming up. It's gone now. Never mind. Whatever. <laughs> it, it's coming up because we recorded this a few weeks ago. But you know, whatever. <laughs> still, still struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the date format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're recording this mid-November, almost mid. Well, it's almost the twelfth, isn't yeah, it? It's the twelfth today. Yeah. So, so my birthday's coming up. But by the time you'll hear this podcast, my birthday would have gone. So thank you for your happy birthday wishes. Much appreciated. <laughs> as, if, be, if, as if anyone really cares. I'm only 33 this year. There'll be belated birthday wishes, won't they? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you would like to wish Tom a happy birthday, you can email in on thebibblepodcast at gmail.com or you can message us on Twitter at bibblepodcast and I will pass those messages on to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really interested in your birthday wishes unless it's just you have a present for me or something. Oh, so you're only interested if stuff is involved yeah 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 it's no point wishing me have a birthday and just not doing anything what's the point of that what a douche <laughs> what a douche send me send me stuff please thank you send me things yeah um right anyway so as you may have been able to tell this week I'm joined by Co- uh Tom Classic yeah <laughs> and uh we should just get on with it because we've had a bit of a long ramble there haven't we so well you had a long ramble oh that was just me just talking as you well. babbling on about your birthday and when it is and when it falls on the cosmic calendar that is the Bibble podcast you know the Gregorian calendar the Bibble calendar the the Bibble calendar anyway before the show we drew lots to see who would talk first no we didn't we played um, rock paper scissors shut up why you guys see this (laughs) is what I'm talking about with the annoying wait you said we drew lots that's wrong you're lying you're lying to the audience they don't know that though I mean I'm a little white lie you're lying to the people oh god how do you sleep at night see this is what I'm talking about so when you host it I'm going to be such a cunt I'm really going to be so (laughs) annoying that it'll be what more annoying than usual yeah it'll be beggar's belief how annoying I am mate you will not know what's coming for you okay anyway Mm. this week going first yeah, cunt face. So, no, I'm not. I'm not going to talk now. You just call me that. That's um, that's rude. And uh, I will not continue with this podcast until you apologise. So, Tom, what did you want to speak about this week? No, 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 nothing. I'm not. No, I'm no. not speaking of anything. No, no, no. You call me a cunt face. So. This is going to be a very exciting episode. No, I, I, I expect an apology. You know, you can carry on expecting, mate. It's not one coming. You will apologise, and you will like it. Come on. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, you apologise. I will apologise when you apologise for belittling me as a host in front of our audience. <laughs> I'm not really in front of the audience though, are really. we? Oh, see, this is what, I, this is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, I apologise. I apologise too. Good. That's yeah. that's uh, how you sort up differences, people. <laughs> You know, as we all know, you know, when you say sorry, you don't really mean it. Yeah, we, we've discussed this before. We discussed this last week, didn't we? On well, last week's episode, it was, it was this week's episode, but it was recorded four weeks ago. Remember? Yeah, Again. but you're the host. You're not supposed to say any annoying shit like that. That was my job. Yeah, but you seem to have problems <laughs> when the time yeah, yeah, yeah. comes. So. But the episode that was on the 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 um, podcast app, Buzz Buzzsprout or whatever you listened to the podcast on last week. That that podcast, yeah. yeah. We talk about when people apologise, they're not really sorry. Yeah. It's like when people have good intentions, they don't really have good intentions. They want something. Everything is selfish. Yep. 
selfishly even if you driven. Yeah, even if you set about having the nicest intentions in the world, you deep down want something. Mm-hmm. True? Yeah, true. I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, think anyone does. No, there's no such thing as a self. There's no such thing as a self a selfless act. Yeah. Even if you, you know, won the lottery and donated your whole, the whole winnings to charity, you're just doing it as an ego boost. Yeah. And you want people to see how to see how nice, nice you, are. you are. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. There's no such thing as a selfless act. No, I completely. Agree. That's not my subject for the week. <laughs> That's a good subject. Good subject, but yeah. No such thing as a selfless act. Discuss. <laughs> so Tom. What would you like to speak about this week? You feeling all right? I'm just got a little frog in my throat. I'm okay now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just well, well this week my subject. I just wanted to know, you know, obviously me and you do the predominantly the podcast. Obviously, I've missed one week. Mm-hmm. I want to know how 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 much do people really know about me and you? You know, in terms of life. So in terms of early life, childhood, growing up, what was it like, and what your interests, hobbies were back then, and what your school experience was all sorts of stuff like that basically so about a little bit about yourself really that's the very funny that you should bring this up well is it your subject for this week no, as well it was <laughs> on the episode that you missed oh was it we discussed a lot uh, about stuff like this bollocks it's not no I mean there's still way more detail that we can go into uh, okay. but we just touched upon little Fair things I like... wasn't on that episode so I haven't listened to it yet yeah, so yeah, I, it I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that um, just little things like how I got this scar on my chin. Okay, I don't really care um, about that. Uh, what else was it? Uh, my my topic that week, because mm. uh, you would have listened to it by now once it's come out. Yeah, obviously it hasn't come out, so I wouldn't um, know. My topic that week was um, one random fact about yourself that no one really knows. Uh, okay, or so it's the, not quite the same. It's not I'm quite gonna, the but same. But I'm guessing it led to the... It did, yeah. So right, okay. Okay, so what what would you like to know about me as a child? Well, you know, when you were born, you know, what school you went to, you know, like growing up with four sisters. Yeah. You know. Well, I don't know. Um, how do you want to work this? What, do you just want me to reel off a load of facts? Do you want me to start? Interview me or? Do you want me to start? Yeah, I think that'll make it a bit easier. Okay. I was born in... Yeah, I'm just going to get my credit card details out as well. Yeah. <laughs> my PIN number is... Yeah. Why did you choose that PIN number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just means a lot to me, those random numbers. No. Okay. Um, I'm sure you know my name by now, right? Uh, I know... Tom. Tom, well, Tom, Bridger. Tom, Tom Bridger. Obviously... I don't know if you have a middle name or not. I can't James. James. And that's my granddad's uh, name. Jimmy. Well, everyone calls him Jim. Okay. But that's my granddad's... Uh, Middle name. I was uh, born in 1984 uh, in December, as I'm sure you were aware by a rambling conversation we just had. Yep. <laughs> December 1984 at Red Hill Hospital. Okay. Yeah, not no longer there. Back in the day. Still there, isn't it? Red Hill doesn't have a hospital, does it? Is he sorry? Oh uh, yeah, that's a different hospital. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. No. I had no idea. No, there was ever uh, a separate no. hospital. Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, know basically, yeah. So I was born in 1984. Uh, first child, best child, obviously. <laughs> take that. <laughs> yeah, don't take that. I was, you know, um, I was. All, I was told that my my mom and um, dad were having Christmas dinner around my um, my nan's house when I when uh, my mom went into labour, so I ruined their Christmas dinner. Okay, so I was I was born just before midnight, so I just made second of December. Fascinating fact. Um, so why were your parents having Christmas dinner that early? But I think they just have a roast dinner, maybe. Oh, maybe right. I remember I'm exaggerating the story a little bit. <laughs> um, so they had to rush to the hospital, and uh, 
the joy the what the bundle of joy was um released. <laughs> nice way to put it. Uh yes, yeah, so, yeah, born in nineteen eighty four. Um grew up in Rygate, um, which is where my dad uh lived for uh, was he born in that house? I don't know. Cockshot Hill, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I thought you like that. Cockshot yeah, uh, Hill. Yep. Fag Lane. Yeah. My my uh, gone. Godston, by the way. Godston. That's about? where I saw Fag Lane. Godston. Oh, right. Fag Lane. Yeah. Oh, you remember that the other yeah, week? Yes. Yeah. Right. So yeah, my my nan, my granddad, my dad, and my uncle grew up in a house on Cockshot Hill. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I lived in Rygate, uh, well, Woodhatch really, specifically, for first two and a half years of my life, and then after my sister was born in uh, August of 87, we moved to Hawley. So did you, um, did you feel like your sister came along and ruined everything? Yeah, obviously, because she's my sister, but I'm, I'm assuming, I don't, I, I don't know why my mum and dad wanted to move to Hawley, um... I think that we, we when we moved in there were no houses, and maybe I don't know maybe the rent was less. I don't know why they moved to Hawley rather than Rygate. No idea. Maybe it's a bigger house, bigger house possibly. I don't really have a lot of memories of living in Rygate. Most of my memories of living in Hawley. All my schooling was in Hawley. Went to Hawley First School, then Meath Green, and then Oakwood First. Uh, Oakwood First School. What? Oakwood School. Uh, so all of my schooling was in uh, in Hawley. Left. Um, Left school in 2001, then started work. Uh, well, what else you want to know about me, Rich? Oh, well, I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's kind of like an interview kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just giving as a viewers um, an insight into my early life, really. Okay. Um, and, and when did you realise... What? ...that people hated you and they only hung around with you to <sighs> use you for... For your for your basic business, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's true at all. Um, I would say because of my appearance or whatever, I was pretty um, easy target. Didn't mean anything. I was just, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you could probably imagine that. Um, really, for my height, yeah, I was a bit of an easy target back at school. But you know, whatever it is, what it is, we always have bullies and whatever, don't you? So yeah, I, I did uh, as well. Man. Nothing overly horrendous happened to me that I can remember. But you know, just school being school, isn't it? Amen, just uh, one thing. That's one thing I don't miss about school is um, you know you're trying to be cool, aren't you? And trying to be you know with the cool kids and you know no whatever. I never really did. No, you no. you weren't a, a troublemaker. No, because um, I was in that I was in that weird level at school where yeah. where you don't really get bullied, but you weren't popular. I mean, I got mm, bullied, yeah. but not. I mean, there were people who got bullied a lot worse than yeah, I did, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, but I wasn't popular. I was kind of in that weird band in the middle. You know, it's, it's quite a big band, but there's bands within that band, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like lower middle of the band that was invisible, you know. So I got bullied sometimes, but not as much as a lot of other people did. Yeah. And, and on some occasions, which I am... Um, really not proud about I did the bullying to try and you know ease the bullying off of me a little bit you know it was never really horrible stuff it was kind of more like going with the crowd if that makes sense yeah 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 you know like yeah. like oh they're bullying him it's like ah oh, yeah he's weird yeah you know? yeah I think obviously there's obviously you know different forms of bullying isn't there verbal or you know yeah you know yeah the whatever. rape 
yeah, yeah. Raping, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's always people that are going to be I'm sure everyone in school whether they were popular or not popular has some sort of uh, story about bullying or whatever else you know you going to name and shame your bullies no 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 okay so yeah uh, I left school I went to uh, uni- uh, not university I went to college Crawley College for two and a half years then um, to university yeah I've been booming for a year and a half I was supposed to be there for three years it didn't, it didn't work out um, small small kid living in a, a big city probably a bit, bit too uh, much of an experience for me really um, I spent most of I, I, I've never been very good at studying I didn't get very good grades in GCCs just I've not never been very good at picking up a textbook and just taking it in you know a very short attention span in that regard and the same with college and university. I just never was able to apply myself enough to to do it, really. Which is a shame, really. But that's just the way I've always been. You know, stick it to the man, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been working full-time ever since, what, 2006? Um, so this is not the most exciting a podcast story you've ever heard in your life is it really okay so here's a question that I go on I, I think I've probably asked it before but I've forgotten the answer mm-hmm. so you got into football quite late yes that's right what made you decide to support Arsenal um right well if we, if we go back um I'm trying to think really if I was never really interested in, in football when I was a kid mainly because uh, no one from my family was really my dad wasn't that interested in it no one in my family, the only person in my whole family that was interested in football, uh, to an uh, insanely sane degree. Insanely in, sane? In, insanely a degree where they watch it all the time and uh, keep all the old magazines or whatever was my granddad. Which we've spoken about. Which you spoke about on, did we speak about on the podcast we before? Did, we did, the podcast. Case. Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, sorry. Oh yes, we did, yeah, when you took the piss out of me. Cheers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Don't don't start making me feel guilty about that now. Anyway, moving anyway, moving on, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, as I said, yeah, I was never really into football. Um, I think my dad tried to get me into it. Maybe I, yeah, but, yeah. But the FA Cup final was on. You know, I remember watching May United against Chelsea FA Cup final and watching bits of it, but not really fully being invested in it. And I was like, yeah, this is all right, but I'd rather watch the wrestling, put the, put the wrestling tape on or something. Uh, so it was around 96 when I started um, watching football. The, the build-up for Euro 96 had me interested in, you know, uh, anticipating the fact that England were playing in this tournament. It's the first tournament I was uh, young enough to remember England playing in. I, I remember the World Cup in 94, but... Um, England weren't in it obviously I remember bits about that World Cup but not an overly lot but yeah Euro 96 obviously um, being in England as well you know the excitement about that uh, just drew me towards the England team the anticipation oh we're at home we're going to do this you know we're going to win or whatever else and then but uh, to answer your question why did I choose Arsenal yeah I think it's just because um, A I didn't want to support Man United because um, everyone supported Man United at school and it was just seen as, you know, glory hunting, which I'm sure it probably is still now. I don't know. It's Chelsea now, maybe. It's probably it? Chelsea now, isn't it? That, that's seen as the glory hunting. But back then it was Man United. If you supported Man United, it was because you're a glory hunter. And I didn't want to be seen as that. And my dad pretty much said to me, well, if you support Man United, we're not going to take you to games, which is a fair cop. Yeah. But, but it, it, I, was, I, was, I was 
But I said to him at the time, I'm not really interested in support May United anyway, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, Arsenal was just, I think I had a mate who supported Arsenal around that time. And uh, if I went around his house, um, we Arsenal tended to get to the late stages in Europe in the... the UEFA the Cup, the Cup Winners' Cup. Cup, yeah, we won it, won it in '94, and then um, got to the final of the year after when the Naeem scored from the halfway line. Naeem so from the halfway line. I think Arsenal were um, England, uh, England's best represented team in Europe at that point. We we got further than anybody else, so we got to the final two at years that in a row. Specific point in time. Yeah, we got yeah. to the final two years in a row in European competition. So we, I think it was just being aware of them more than anything else because they were always on TV on ITV um, I think that's probably it exposure to them uh, more than anything else so Arsenal exposed themselves to you yeah yeah and I like what I saw <laughs> give me some more of that <laughs> um, obviously I like I like the players um, I bet you did yeah <laughs> like their, their, their thighs <laughs> um, I like the players we had at the time obviously David Seaman the best goalkeeper in England we had Tony Adams course Lee Dixon Ian Wright you know great personality uh, Dennis Bergkamp you know incredible footballer David Platt you know <laughs> great hair <laughs> uh, he was a you know one of the, seen as one of England's top footballers at the time although he was slightly on the decline uh, when he joined Arsenal really uh, Paul Merson of course as well we had, we had you know a lot of personalities in that in that team wouldn't you agree personalities would probably be the correct term to use yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, apart from Lee Dixon, I don't really think <laughs> he had much of a personality or a reputation at that point, <laughs> well, did he? I, don't, yeah. I think the uh, big ones were Merson and Adams, obviously, weren't uh, they, at yeah. that point in yeah. time? Yeah, Ian Wright. And, yeah, but Wright, he was a, different, was a personality for a different type of reason, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just, I just like the team, I like the kit, everything about it, really. I don't really have to have any more to say. And 96 was when I really started following them. Uh, just before Wenger took charge. So all I've known is Wenger, really. Not a bad thing to know, though, really, is it? I mean... No, but I'm, I'm just saying that's how I got into football, really. Um, I know how you got into Man United. Uh, into Man United? What? Into Spurs. <laughs> because of Man United. Because of Man United, yeah. yes. Man United were linked. So that's, uh, they beat Man United, didn't they? That's, so they yeah. must be the best. <laughs> January 1st, 1996. Um... See, I, I got into football a little bit earlier. So I, I started playing in 1988, 89, when I was at school. So you play, you play quite young at school. I you were, play, you were playing was, at young. I started playing when I was about but four you years had no, you didn't really follow a team. I didn't really know any... I didn't know that there was this professional game. I knew that there was this game that we played at school. Right. Ah, uh, okay. So your dad, your dad was not a fan. My then? dad was, yeah, but I don't really remember watching. Was he a Spurs but, fan? Uh, yeah, he was. A Spurs yeah, fan. He was Spurs. but he didn't he Spurs really fans. watch TV, uh, football on TV, mm. and he still doesn't to this day because my mum doesn't like it. So my mum's one of these people that's like, ah, oh, bloody football coming on, cancelling all my bloody soaps so we can watch the bloody football, you know? Because yeah. when the football comes on, Emmerdale and Coronation Street all gets right. taken off of ITV or pushed yeah. back or something like that and my mum gets pissy about that so my dad never really watched it on TV when I was younger mm. the first time I remember watching it on TV was Euro 96 mm-hmm. so I got into I, I start, so I started playing when I was really early like 88, 89 so I was, I was four years old when I started playing football 
Um, I don't remember whether I just turned four or whether I was about to turn five. I don't remember. But I, st- I remember playing when I was early, really young. So I got into it a little bit earlier. And then I went to Ireland in 94. To be sure. To, to be sure. To see my family over there. Uh-huh. And uh, and obviously... They're in that World Cup. Massive yeah. hype over yeah. there because they were in the World Cup. They were uh-huh. did quite well in that World Cup as well. Yep. So there was massive hype over there while I was over there. It was really bigged up. So I remember a little bit about um, 94 as well. So that's when I really started to realise, holy shit, this is quite a big deal. There's actually, mm. you know, a lot of, you know, around the world, you know. I mean, because, I mean, the Premier League had started in, what, 92? 92, yes. But I didn't really follow it again because we didn't watch it on TV at home. We didn't have Sky Sports. So I didn't really know anything about like the professional league or anything like that. I didn't mm. even know match of the day was a thing, you know. So I didn't know that. Yeah, well, we had Sky Sports, so I started watching the Premier League regularly in '96. From, from then. Yeah, see, yeah. mine was from about. So we got when we got home. I remember getting Sky around about '94, '95, something like that. So that's when I started watching a little bit more football. Um, I still wasn't watching match of the day because it was on too late, and obviously I was. You know, you got to go to bed now. I was only yeah. 10, 11 mm. years old, so I wasn't allowed up till like midnight watching football. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was then. But so I started getting into actually the professional game around about then, and I watched the uh, the first game I remember actually properly watching fully was the Liverpool United FA Cup final. Yes. The, the white suits. The white suits, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Eric Cannon scored from the edge of the box. That was the first game I actually watched fully, whole game. Was mm. That was the first game I'd ever watched. And um, so I initially started supporting Liverpool oh. because um, there was some kids at school that supported Liverpool and I wanted to be cool with these kids. <laughs> so I supported Liverpool too. Um, and then yeah uh, that was when the whole thing so I was watching the Liverpool United game and then that was when the the game was so January 1st 1996 Tottenham versus Man United and Tottenham won 4-1 and yeah I remember thinking at the time United are the best team in the world what? (laughs) I didn't know anything outside yeah yeah, yeah, true Tottenham just beat Man United. That means Tottenham must now be the best team in the world because obviously I was an idiot. Yeah. And my dad supported Tottenham. So it was like, okay, well, I'm going to start supporting Tottenham. And then pretty soon after that, I learned the trueness of the situation that Spurs were quite crap. And, you know, well, yep, at, that still point, are. at that point, we were like <laughs> middle of the road crap. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't... Yeah. You know, I mean, I think 95 was the last time we... Were the best team in London, I think. Other than now, uh, other than now, obviously, yeah. yeah. But '95, so so we out. We were the best team in London at that point, I think. So we out qualified QPR, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal, um, Wimbledon, Wimbledon at that point as well. Yeah. So we out. We were higher than all of them in the league. West Ham and at uh, West Ham, uh, and then that's when we started to slip. From that then onwards, we started to slip. And then we've just started to kind of make our recovery in mm. a lot, what, last seven years? Seven, eight years, something like that? Um, so Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp, was, we, Harry Redknapp was pretty much when, when yeah. Spurs started kicking on um, in terms of quality, yeah, I would say. Um, yeah, um, moving away from football. Sorry. Uh, sorry, what? what? No, know. sorry to keep us on the football. No, 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 I'm always happy to talk about football. I just, you know, talk about other stuff in... Um, 
my childhood. Like, I know that some of our listeners like football, so I thought. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of football. them, not all of them. Um, um, other interests when I was a kid. Um, obviously, you know, I was big into wrestling when I was a kid. You know, do I really need to go into this again? So Arsenal to expose themselves to you, and you yeah. love big sweaty men. Yeah, yeah, I love big sweaty men. Watching uh, as a kid, you know, I just love the whole theatre of it, and you know, all the characters, and uh, you know, it's like a, it was like a, a big cartoon come to life sort of thing, you know. Um, uh, when I was a kid, I was into uh, what else? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love, yeah. I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Ghostbusters, yeah. Fun, Thundercats. Funny story. Uh, yeah, I'm actually on. watching Ghostbusters again on Netflix at the moment. Oh, the, the animated series. Yeah, well, you know, I said like I watched He Man. Yes. I saw they've got Ghostbusters, so I'm watching Ghostbusters. Uh, okay. As well. Yeah, I was... I'm, I'm just a big kid, man. I love, I love reliving my youth. Sorry, Thundercats, yeah, Thundercats, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Turtles, I remember um, Blue Peter, um, they did um, making a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hideout or something like that. Right. I remember my mum recording it and then put it together with the, the toilet <laughs> tube and the, the bottle of fairy liquid or whatever else well, you used back then when you watched uh, Blue Peter and, and this is one I made earlier. Yeah. I loved them though. That was, <laughs> I, made the, um, I made the Thunderbirds Island but, when oh they really? That, yeah. When they did the Thunderbirds Island, uh, I made okay. that. Yeah. So it uh, didn't look anything like this. But <laughs> <laughs> it's tried. Um, but yeah, I loved shows like that. Yeah. Man. They don't have that anymore. Cap- you know, like uh, oh, let's make it. You well, know. they had they had had what How to didn't they and uh, Art Attack Art shows Attack, like that. Yeah. How you make things and stuff. You know. Um, what else was I into when I was a kid? Uh, Captain Planet. Obviously, um, Jesus, yeah. I'm just talking, I'm just thinking mainly the action figures that I had, yeah. which eventually turned into wrestling figures as well. Uh, Jurassic Park, obviously, yeah, uh, massively into that. Um, Greatest film of all time. Uh, my my granddad uh, and my nan they owned a uh, dinosaur park. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, how cool would that be? No, they owned, they owned a sweet shop in Rygate, um on the main main high street. Um, you know where 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 Mama is now. Yeah. You know on that corner. Yeah. You walk up the hill a bit further mm-hmm. on the right. The, the shop used to be there. Oh wow. Uh, so we used to go there and then go to the cinema around the corner mm-hmm. and watch all the films. So we watched all the Disney films and uh, whatever else was out at that time. Ace Ventura. I'm sure my mum loved watching that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for taking me to go and see. She hated Jim Carrey. Still does to this day. I think. Uh, <laughs> didn't get it. And and you, you but you didn't really remember it either because last week, last episode, I revealed to you the twist in that, and you're like, yeah, I, I, really? yeah but I haven't watched that film for years. I don't think I've watched it. So yeah, I'm sure she loved that, the that never really stayed with me. Whereas Jurassic Park the has transgender homosexual yeah. reveal at the end. Yeah. So uh, I was born in August '84. Um, I was born at home in nursery land oh, really? some screen you were actually born at home at, at home, home birth. in my parents bedroom yeah so. what, all, your sister's the same or uh, just you no Becca was born in the hospital the rest of us were all born at home really okay. yeah but um, so when I was born um, is there any particular reason why your mum wanted to do that uh, I just don't think my mum always just wanted home births for yeah. some reason I don't know she's mm. lazy I don't think she wants to go to hospital <laughs> you know, no. I'm going to go to hospital now nah, yeah no one wants to go to hospital um uh, when I was born, um, my granddad was holding me, um, and he said he's a bit blue, isn't he? He's a little bit blue, and um, 
Dabba-dee-dabba-die. Yeah, yeah. So then I turned into Eiffel 65. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know I've got a blue Corvette. Uh, no, a blue uh, house with a blue window. <laughs> blue is the colour. Don't know what that bit says. Involved in our world. Oh, is that what it says? Involved in our world. Oh, yeah, I can see it, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so then the, the midwife was like, oh, he is a little bit. Um, and then... She checked me over and she said, we need to call an ambulance. Um, and then I got, uh, the, the doctors, a doctor came around and said, yep, there's something wrong with him. He needs to go to the hospital right now. Uh, got in a ambulance and was rushed all the way up to London, Great Ormond Street. I had a police escort mm-hmm. um, and everything to get me through the traffic quicker. Blimey. And that's when they found out I obviously had the heart condition. Yes, we mentioned that before, yeah, yeah. the heart condition. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I was uh, so I spent the next uh, first year and a half in hospital. Really? Yeah. Jesus. So um, I had four open heart surgeries during that year and a half. Um, I also had a diaphragmatic hernia, so basically my stomach lining was coming up. The stomach came up through my from the diaphragm. Okay. It was lying on top of my diaphragm, oh. so nothing could get through. So I was just throwing up. So I had also had surgery on that as well. Um. And then when I was just after two, my parents took me to the beach. And while we were at the beach, my uh, my stitches popped open. Yeah. So they had to take me back to the hospital to get myself all stitched up. Oh, again. Okay. Um, yeah, and then when I went to school, when I first started school, I started at um, Gossip Screen First School. Uh-huh. And then I went to Gossip Screen Middle School. Uh-huh. And then I went to Gossip Street. <laughs> and then I went to ICC. <laughs> ICC. Uh, Ifield Community College. Um, Big up Whitefield. Whoop whoop. <laughs> um, spent the next four years of my life there. Yeah, was like I said, just kind of in that weird. And who did you meet at that time? That uh, I would know. Uh, so I met Wayne. Yeah. Uh, Feeling. Uh-huh. Um, don't know who. Oh, uh, Steve Weston. Whoop whoop. <laughs> um, who else? Russell. Russell, I met him at uh, Gossip Screen. Oh, you what first school? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was. He's like my. He was my oldest. He's oldest friend. Met him at play school. Play school. I don't remember him from play school, but I met Uh, him at play school. And then, yeah, middle school was when we really became friends. And then when we went to secondary school, we kind of weren't really friends anymore until I moved in around the corner from him, and then we were like, you know, kind of became really close friends again. Until, what, uh, oh, be about 11 years now, something like that, 12 years ago. You, you, your your parents lived in that, in that house for uh, the whole of your life? No, no, we, uh, so I was born in Gossip Screen, um, right. Right. Yeah, and then we moved to Hawley. Ah, um, oh, you lived in Hawley for a while. I lived in Hawley, and then we moved to, well, we moved to somewhere in Bewbush first, okay. Chetwood Road. And then we moved to somewhere else in Bewbush. And then we moved to Hawley again. Quite a lot of moves. And then we moved back to Bewbush. And then we moved to Tilgate, where we live now. Um, And I have continued moving from there, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Quite a lot. Mm. Um, Yeah, there was a BBC advert a couple of years ago for the TV licence. So the average person would move like five times in their lifetime or six times or something like that right. I did that in my first 13 years of life you know? <laughs> so like I've moved like over 20 times I think something mm. like that so yeah a lot of it's backwards and forwards though 
Um, so yeah, so we moved around quite a lot. My parents have been in this house now for about nineteen years, something like that. I think something like that. I can't, I can't quite remember, but it's been a long time. Yeah. So don't know if there was anyone else that I, I'd know that you'd know that I went to school with. I left school in two thousand, um, and then uh, wanted to go to university, but I didn't have the grades at the time because I picked up that knee injury. Mm-hmm. Um, that kept me out of school for like over a year. So I got poor grades on my GCSEs for that. I was actually quite smart. Um, I was destined to do Destined whatever. for greatness. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, went to sick form for a year. And then when, because the teacher said, oh yeah, if I do a year to get enough credits, then I can go on and do what I want to do from there. So I went to sick form for that year to do the credits. And then they said, oh no, this course is a two year course. So in order to get the credits, you need to tell something like that. I don't even uh-huh. like this course. So I quit uh, okay. after that uh-huh. first year, uh-huh. went to go to work, started working in McDonald's. And that's when I met John. Thanks. John. Yep. Um, and quite a funny story. He, he apparently really didn't like me when he first met me. No, no. Um, don't what, know if he, why was that? I don't know if he still does or not. Cause, um, he was introduced to me as the person that's taller than me and then I, I kind of did the whole bravado thing like oh yeah you think you're all that you know stepped up to his face and this guy was like what the fuck is this guy stepping <laughs> you know <laughs> go on go on yeah. what? no go on no go on you clearly have a story no, finish, Please, finish, yeah. finish your, uh, your, your your note about John and the fact that he's taller than you <laughs> by an inch why are you going to bring that up <laughs> I never say how much taller than you I am, do I? No. Yeah. You've got to be a dick about it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, there was that. Um, that was, I actually really enjoyed working there as well. I met my first yeah. girlfriend, Terry Ann, while I was there. Then moved on and just had a few other jobs since then. I too used to like Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who didn't like Ghostbusters? Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles in this country. Uh, yes, so. that's right, yeah. Uh, Thundercats, I used to like, I used to watch Captain Planet, yeah. Back of Your Hair. No. Bike and, bike and Mice. Mice from Mars, I didn't really like, no. no. Uh, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Uh, VR Troopers. I don't remember that one. Troopers 3, Virtual Reality. No, I don't remember that. You remember the Hurricanes? You watched that? Yep. And the, <laughs> and the flagrant racism in it as well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I the black man who can only play with no boots. Uh, I can't remember. I cannot that. play with the boots. <laughs> And the, and the Scottish <laughs> manager. <laughs> well, whether that was um, modelled after. Yeah, Whereas an, it's an American. Uh, when American the hurricanes, yeah. our champion spirit is here to stay. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Um, yep, so I too liked all of those cartoons as well. Don't really know what else you want to know about me, really. Just, I think you've laid out most of your life, really, haven't you? Your, yeah. your main interests. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, in terms of friends, um, I'd probably say Dan's my oldest. Um, but then we went to the same first school, but I don't think we really knew each other that much. First school again at Oakwood, we at the same school. I was aware of him, but we never really friends. It wasn't until he started doing, he went to college with John, and they were doing listen tourism together. Um, Demolition tourism. De- de- yeah. <laughs> Here comes the axe and the smash. Yeah. Okay. When they they were doing the course together, weren't they, at uh, East Surrey College? Mm-hmm. Um, that was when they became friends, and I met Dan. You know, basically all my friends I met through John. Let's just uh, say it out loud. <laughs> you, Wayne, Phelan. Who he met through me? 
Yeah, yeah. Don't know where he seems to cause... think that he, him and Phelan were friends first, but it's not true because Phelan only got the job there because I worked there. Oh, okay, so... right, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But then, yeah, so predominantly most most of my friends around that time were um, through John. John for a while was probably my only friend <laughs> for a long while, I'd say. I didn't really have much of a social life back in my college days, I would say. See, around, really? that, around that period was actually when I was at my most social yeah, I had so many friends around that period. I was going out and I was doing things so much. I was having a great time, and it seems to be since I've gotten older that it's all just completely fallen apart. And now I can't really, I don't go out anywhere. I don't really have a lot of friends now. You're around my house at the moment. What yeah, you, I mean, what more do you want? You're pretty much the only person I ever hang out with at the moment. You know, I don't really hang out with anyone else right now. Mm. So yeah, Off from the sausage fest we had here the other week. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so for, yeah, for a long time, John was my only friend, really, and, and uh, obviously met Wayne and Phelan through him and uh, Russell or everyone else. You technically, you met through me, but you know. Uh, well, yeah, but you were never really. I, I don't vaguely remember you being around, but I don't think we, we, I hang out with you as much as I did Phelan or Wayne around that time. But it's changed a little bit now. I mean, you know, I, I'm only living in this house because um, I knew Tom from work. Branched out a little bit now. <laughs> Work friends. Yeah, yeah, work, work friends. Yes, I do miss working there actually, but that's not part of the um, the tale of time. That's not part of the. Well, I guess it is a little bit. I know. Did I say mainly childhood? Mainly about me. Mainly about me. Oh, you said mainly childhood. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And do early people life. really know you? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. So some people will. Well, most people will know. I um. I left. Well, I worked at Tesco for seven years. They won't know that bit. But I worked at Tesco for seven years. Um, I worked in the department, the, the, the um, home shopping department, where you um, you collect the items every day, and then they send out in the vans. Um, I did. I picked all the stuff up. There was a, a team of us who did every day go around the shop and put everything in the basket, and then um, uh, we we were told one uh, the, the department would be downsized and sent to Crawley. You know the the Crawley store. I do, but the big, I don't know where, the, the, the big uh, warehouse in Crawley where Gatwick Manor is. You know where my that, dad works there. So your, your dad works in. I worked there for a few, for a week as well. Did so, you? Yeah. When? I was um doing delivery driving for him for a, a while before I got this. Oh, you know uh, what I said. little delivery driver job at TNT. Um, yeah, so you've been was, in that warehouse. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a boring, isn't it? Yeah. Mundane job. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I could not wait to get. I could not wait to leave. So basically, we um we got uh told around at the time. Uh, either you go to the warehouse in Crawley, you take redundancy, or they find something else for you in the store. And by then, I was just thinking, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? Really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really want to stay in Tesco forever. That was when the alarm bell started ringing. I think I've got to do something, and that was the idea of travelling came about. So I went to the. Uh, I decided it'd probably be beneficial for me if I went to the new store and worked there for a bit. Um, probably earn more money doing that than getting redundancy. And then uh, once I left, I got uh, six grand in shares. Nice. Kaching. That was before the massive crash of Tesco, I assume. Then, yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my idea was to, to travel. Uh, I really wanted to go to America, so I travelled around America, Mexico, Canada, Costa Rica for three months. 
All, all our listeners will be aware of that. But that was my big uh, expedition. Probably the best thing I've done in my life, imagine. The only problem was coming home and then uh, not knowing what the fuck I want to do in my life. I still don't know. But that's uh, why I'm working in the airport now, really. Everyone needs a job, right? Yeah. But, um, yes, that's probably the most exciting thing I've done in my life. Just going around America. I'd love to do that again. <laughs> you know, go to America and just travel around, maybe. You know, Anything about yourself that people might not know, Richard? from how handsome you are oh yeah I mean I'm I'm devilishly good looking obviously yeah yeah yeah. You know I mean? yeah yeah I haven't seen Richard in the flesh yeah check him out I'm sure you have <laughs> yeah I think most of the people that listen to this is actually the people that we know anyway so yeah I don't know why I even said that but you know whatever <laughs> um I don't know really anything that I mean like I said there was this was my topic a couple of weeks ago yeah um but beyond that I don't really know, to be honest. Mm. No. Mm. I, will, I will tell the listeners that it took me nine times to pass my driving test. As a fact about it, you probably didn't know. Nine times. Technically, I had 11 booked. The first two were cancelled. First due to bad weather, icy roads, and the second because the driving instructor never turned up. What a douche. So I had two lessons, uh, two, two tests booked before I actually took my first one. <laughs> and then from there it was nine that, until, that until that actually one, passed yeah. that one when the driving instructor didn't turn up that should be an automatic pass yeah totally yeah, yeah. right I did I did a couple in Birmingham as well when I was at university there oh really it was a bit daunting really oh yeah big city yeah. It, well, yeah it was a bit I, I was very close to passing on the second one but I cut someone up like literally right near the end of the test ouch and failed um, yeah so that, uh, that wasn't a good experience uh, but I got there in the end Nine, nine times. <laughs> nine times. Nine times. And that was ten years ago now. Ten years uh, up go I passed, so no one has an objection to getting in the car with me. So I passed when I was 17. Good for you, mate. But that's because I was like, as soon as I was old enough, I was like, all I want for my birthday is driving lessons. So I got driving lessons, and then my whole the whole next year of my life was just yeah, dedicated see, I was to never into car. I was never into cars or anything, so I wasn't... I just wanted to do that, everything as early as I could, yeah, so I, was, I got I, I got my care. passport and my driving license as soon as I could. I got my I started doing my tests as uh, lessons as soon as I could. You know, I was twenty two when I passed. I was just obsessed um, with doing everything as as early as I could. But do and it. you know, look at Dan. Did he pass last year? Mm. But you know, nine nine times got there in the end. I probably appreciate it a bit more because of that. Maybe I don't know. Was there ever a point where you thought I'm never going to do this? Yeah, oh, every, every time, every time I felt I was like, I'm never going to do it, I'm never gonna, it was never going to happen. Probably why you had to do it so much, because that starts getting in your head. Yeah, it? and I tried everything, you know, the, 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 the spray that calms you down, oh, like Remedy or whatever, to try, to try and calm your nerves. Smoke some joints. Yeah, I remember the week. Did, I did loads of booze, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went drunk. I think what helped was uh, the week before, um, I had a really bad lesson. Like terrible, and this was the might be the day after or the day before the Benoit stuff. Right. So I was a bit not in the best mood anyway, and I had a really bad lesson. I remember crying like during the lesson because it was really bad, and I was not constant, doing very well at all. And the I think the drug said at the time, maybe, maybe this is a good thing you've got this out of your system now. And then the next week, obviously passed. So maybe that was the best for the best. It worked out in the end. So you didn't say. Bus tickets aren't that expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, why are you doing this, Tom? You know, why are you putting yourself through this? 
I got there in the end. Have you ever thought about buying a bike? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still not really that into cars though. Never have been. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Some people. I, I like to drive one. That's I mean, I like. Job. I like. I mean, I don't know a lot about cars. Though. You mm. know, you talk to me about like torque and horsepower and stuff like that. And I, you know, I know, I know basics and things like that, but. Things like that never really uh-huh. interested me. I liked cars because they were pretty. You know, it's like, oh, I like that car because it looks good. I like the look of that mm, car. Yeah. You know? I don't really care how powerful the engine is. You know, it's like I, I just liked the look of the car. You know, um, like my Skyline. That's my favorite car mm. ever. Owning that, I didn't care it had a big engine or anything like that. Yeah. I just loved the car. It was just such a nice car to drive. It was so comfortable. It looked so good. Mm-hmm. I just loved that car. Everything about it, I loved it. Had nothing. It could have been like a one point one, and I still would have loved it. You know, obviously, I remember the car. Um, I don't really remember being. I remember seeing in it. Was it comfortable? I can't remember. Probably was. It was a nice car. That's what I remember. It was the most comfortable car I've ever driven. Yeah. Mm. And people always go, "Oh man, that must have been so hard for you being so tall." It's like, no, that car. I had the most leg room in that car I've ever had in any car. Mm. It was brilliant. I love that car. But see, the thing is, is like I've always said that when it comes to cars, if I won the lottery, I wouldn't go out and buy all the you know the crazy souped-up Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff like that. I'd buy cars that mean a lot to me. Yeah. So I'd probably get another Skyline. I'd get a Mustang because I've always wanted a Mustang. I mean, but then the other ones, so I'd get a Fiat Panda, a really old school Fiat Panda. Now that's because that was the f- <laughs> that was the first car I drove myself without an instructor, for instance. That was the first car you had. No. Oh. It was so. So here's the here's the situation. So I hadn't passed my test. <gasps> um. Yeah. So I I was <laughs> on a provisional. <laughs> Um, and it was for Flex knows this story as well okay. so it was for a a football match with McDonald's so we were going to Horsham to play the Horsham branch we had right. like a little interleague between our branches at okay. this point right. and we really needed to go there to get to this game mm. um, and there was this guy who worked with us and he was Bangladeshi and we convinced him to lend us his car and we were like, yeah, yeah, I've passed, yeah, no problem. It's like, don't worry about it. So I drove it with a provisional license and no insurance. Um, and we drove it all the way to Horsham. Oh, dear. And, uh, no, it gets better. Yeah. Um, so in this car, there was me, six foot six. Mm. There was Flex, yeah. six foot seven. Yeah, There was a guy called Sean, six foot four. Mm. <laughs> and there was... There was a lot of room in this car. <laughs> no, it's a tiny, <laughs> tiny car, man. I mean, Fiat Pandas are small cars. They're not big cars. Mm. Um, so there was all of us, and like these massive guys in this tiny little Fiat Panda, mm. cruising along. And we got down to the match. We played the match. We won. And uh, we were coming back and we were all a bit hyped up, you know. We didn't really want to just call it a night because we were like, you know, we just won, we were pumped. So we went cruising around in this bit of Panda for a little while. And we started playing his music and it was like proper Bangra, Bangladeshi. I'm sure it would be, Proper. So we turned that up and we were driving around Langley Green. These three white boys in this Fiat Panda banging out banger music you know like West Side yeah like cruising around all these people looking at us like what the fuck <laughs> and uh, yeah so that was fun and then when we were driving it back um, we I went round this roundabout 
and the the road dips into the roundabout and then comes back up again at, at the roundabout so it goes like that right. as we were driving around I hit it way too fast and uh, cracked the suspension yeah. I heard it go Kroom, like that and it was like and it was like shit uh. dropped it back off gave him the keys went nothing's wrong see you later bye left two days later apparently he was driving it the wheel came off <laughs> shit but he didn't realise suspension was done no no he didn't even know it was me really yeah he just came in and like how oh, my car broken oh okay when you drive I'm like yeah it was fine he's like my car broken now like, wow that was yeah. lucky <laughs> I was like thank goodness for that how did he not put two into kids I have no idea <laughs> but he, he 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 took your word for it he didn't know you hadn't passed your driving test though nope yeah so there you go yeah he, well, how do you know little bit little bit um, <laughs> yeah naive um, so I'd buy a Fit Panda for that reason and I would proper trick it out I mean proper rude boy style you know like disgusting rude boy yeah, like yeah. massive spoilers body kit <laughs> massive um, subwoofers and everything in the back and all I'd play in is banger music yeah. for that reason for, that, for memory yeah oh, okay. I'd also have uh, one of the old school Ford Escorts because that was my first ever car you a lot of cars when you were rich wouldn't you yeah so because that was my first ever car so I'd have that um and I think I said the only the only blinging car I'd have. Bling, is a, bling, yo. Yeah, holla, a, holla, boys. Holla, 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 holla boys. Ring, 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 boys. Holla, holla. <laughs> um, that's the, the only one I'd have is a, a Rolls Royce um, Silver Cloud. Yeah. And the, main, the only reason I'd have that is because it has an umbrella in the door. I just think that's wow. Boom, man. <laughs> yeah, obviously, I think I want a car, a convertible for the summer, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really. As I said I don't like. I'm not into cars. So I don't know the names of cars or anything like that. So mm. obviously, I'd get something better than what I've got now. But at the same time, I don't want to buy something overly expensive. Oh, you need the you, money you're to worried about. Anyway, sorry, you? you need the money to run it as well. Don't yeah, you? yeah. And you don't. You don't want an overly expensive car. You think people are going to mess with? You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we good. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Die. What? Go. On, you know, Carry on. What? Yeah. What do, what do I do after that? What do I do? Uh, yeah, so uh, what do you do? What do you do after that? Uh, so it's on for our second topic. Uh, yeah. Keep uh, going. So the next up to speak is Richard. Richard, what, what have you brought to the table this week? Yeah, what the? I'm not hosting this week. What the fuck am I just? Uh, <laughs> give me my money. Give me my money. Yeah. Right. So uh, this week I wanted to talk about. A Sex baby, let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about <laughs> all the good things, all the bad things. That maybe let's talk about sorry, 90s music. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> cheesy 90s music. I have that song on my Spotify. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about AI, but AI artificial intelligence. Uh, the film, no, I've never seen it. No, the actual general artificial intelligence, right? Okay, so the so the 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 popular premise is that obviously AI is going to rise up and take over the world, yeah? Is it a popular premise? Well, Terminator, is the, that's the whole premise of the film. Explain the premise of AI for people who wouldn't know. So artificial intelligence yes. means that man creates a computer that is able to think for itself. Yes. That computer then becomes self-aware enough to think, I don't need humans, right. let's kill them all. Yeah. That's what people tend to think AI is going to be. Okay. Now, I have come across this form of AI that is a perfect test for, for showing that that's never going to happen. So. You alone? 
me alone, no <laughs> one else. No, so so this this came to my attention via another podcast, No Such Thing as a Fish. Which there are other podcasts other than this other one? Podcasts, oh, we were not the f- this is not the first podcast. This is not the first ever podcast. We're not, we're not innovators. I'm sorry, did you think uh, we were? Yeah. I'm really sorry for that <laughs> to you, man. But no, we're not. Oh, okay. So on this other podcast, they came up with the fact that um, that there is a computer that creates jokes. So it tells jokes. Right. It's okay. called the Joke Computer, and it can be found at this following website. Joking.abdn, that's alpha, bravo, delta, november, dot ac, dot uk. It's called the Joking Computer. It can also be followed on Twitter, at Joking Computer. Would you, have you proof, like proof of this joking computer? What do you mean? Do I have proof of it? Yes. You just read out a website that might may or may not exist. Well, this is what I was going to say to you. I would like to read out some of the jokes. Gone. What the, the the computer says. Yeah, and we are going to discuss whether this computer could actually take over the world or not, given the fact that this is how it tells. What sort of a computer is it? Is it like a laptop or is it like? So a... it's it's like it's it's it looks like an old school supercomputer kind of thing. School supercomputer. So it, it, it's it's a big computer. It's yeah. like a big a proper like, PC. Yeah, like a proper server. You know, like you see in all the rooms and stuff yes. like that. So it looks like that, and it, it, this is this, so this is what it comes up with. And we're going to dissect the jokes. Okay. We're gonna, and then we're going to discuss how likely it is that this computer could take over the world. Okay. Okay. Go okay? On. Yeah. So first joke. What kind of tree? Oh, by the way, tree. <laughs> I'm reading these exactly how the computer came up and wrote them. Okay, this is exactly how they worded them. What kind of tree is nauseated? I don't know what kind of tree is nauseated. A sick amore. Hmm. So it's just too clever for my. Um, so for the, my how, is that is that too clever or is yeah. that just not funny? It's not funny. No. No. Okay, so what makes it not funny? Well, it's not even a dad joke. It's just not funny. Yeah. It's just okay. Bad. This this is my favourite one because you, it's just WTF. It is what the fuck? Mm. Right. What do you call a washing machine with a September? Sorry, what? Say that question again. <laughs> This is the funniest part about this joke. Yeah, it's that's, that's why I want to read the question again. What do you call a washing machine with a September? That doesn't make any sense. Yep. <laughs> An automatic washer. <laughs> so. Okay, all right. So the, the, the punch time was funny enough. The question makes no sense. Exactly. So those first two, <laughs> those first two that we're going to start off with, how likely is it that this machine could rise up and take over the world when it uh, can't even with, grammatically with, speak for itself? With those levels of jokes, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a very strong possibility. So are you scared about this computer? Obviously, the Terminator's got to start somewhere. <laughs> it just, I just thought that was great when I saw that. What do you call a washing machine with a September? It's like what. The fuck? <laughs> these, these, this is on on the website. These yeah. are listed as its better jokes, better ones. These oh, okay. are its best jokes yeah. as well. So I we're not likely that. to get anything with the supercomputer. No, at the moment, live tonight on no. uh, BBC or ITV with no. the supercomputer. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you okay. can you can actually open up the program and 
it constructs the joke in front of you and then you tell it whether it's funny or not. Uh, and you yeah. can also ask it why it thinks it's a joke mm. and it will explain why it thinks it's a joke. Um, but that part of the website wasn't working when I went to go do it tonight, <laughs> which was a little bit annoying. <laughs> so uh, would you like the next one? Yeah, go on then. What kind of temperature is a sun spelled S-O-N as in your son, my son, his son, their son. Oh, so right. So it's the wrong pronunciation of the word son. What kind of temperature is a son, as in son and daughter? Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Uh, <laughs> a boiling point. <laughs> so first of all, okay. dreadful. <laughs> so what kind of temperature is a son? Fair enough. A boiling point makes no sense wow. anyway. Yeah. But it's a boy. A boy, a boy, yeah. A point, as in a male child, yeah. 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 Wow. Still feeling threatened yet? Or? No. no this, is, this is horrendous, Rich. These jokes are, yeah, pretty terrible. They're just like your jokes. <laughs> Oi, oh, come on, please. Mm. Thank you. I'm I'm, a, I'm funnier than this, I'd like to uh, think. Well, yeah, that's what you'd like to think. I'm more grammatically correct than yeah, this. That's, anyway, that's, that's true, yeah. So. <laughs> Next one? Yeah, go on. Okay. How many have you got? Uh, so I have <laughs> six in total. Oh yeah. Okay. So I don't want to burn through them too quickly before we get to a conversation. Yeah. So after these first three, where do you stand on this computer? Um, Success, failure. I would say it's a bit of a failure. Really, this computer doesn't sound like it has much hope. So there is actually a test. Um, is it is this, this, this computer's only function? This is this computer's only function to make to, jokes. To make jokes. Yeah. What's the point of it? Uh, so, on the website, it actually says, why would you teach a computer to make jokes? Yeah. Now, it states on there that it that there's something called the Turing test. Right. Which means that in order for a computer to have truly authentic AI, mm. a human being should not be able to distinguish it from another human being. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, if you're talking to it over... Um, computer so just literally just text based you're not supposed to know whether you're talking to a computer at the other end or a human or being, being. At the other end. Yeah. so they say that the reason for this is because this is one of the things that you're going to ask a computer well you can tell it's a human or it's a computer um, depending on whether it sexually harasses you or not <laughs> topical so that's all human beings do is sexually harass each other. Well, have you read the news? Yes. Fucking I every fucking five seconds a news celebrity is uh, Everyone sexually is harassing somebody. someone, yeah, or sexually harassing yeah, someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's actually... I was speaking to my barber about this, um, about this podcast, and he actually suggested a topic for us as well. Go on. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit now because oh, right, I don't generally yeah. think we'll have a massive conversation out of it. Plus, it's a little bit controversial and it's slightly topical, so we should probably talk about it now. Right. He said, where do we stand on the whole sexual harassment thing? So, Well, sexual harassment is wrong. Yeah, but Duh. he's saying, do you <laughs> think that a lot of these cases are indeed sexual harassment, or is it people overreacting to certain things? Um, probably in some cases it might be overreacting. Um... Obviously, uh, I you know I went, I've never been in that position, so I wouldn't know. So, for um, instance, the thing I think is a celebrity saying something inappropriate to someone, yeah, or like, oh yeah, maybe you should have sex with me because I'm this celebrity, kind of makes you think. Well, 
is that really that big a deal? I mean, I suppose it's the context in which people say things, and the context in which the other person views it. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I guess. What? But, but I mean, yeah, every everyone, especially men, especially men. But I think there are some women as well that do mm. this. Will try and use their position or their influence or their money or their looks. Yeah. To impress someone else to try and get them into some sort of situation where they benefit from it. There's no such thing as a selfless act. Yes. So a man is more likely to want to probably have sex with an attractive woman. So a man in a position of power is probably going to try to use that power to show off. Yeah. And not force, but kind of like insinuate, you know? I mean, I think obviously if you have that much uh, wealth and money and power, then obviously your confidence would go right sky high. Yeah. You'd have more opportunity to meet the different circle of people, you you know, or, you know, have more chance with the ladies, for example, Mm. if you had more money, wealth, fame, obviously that's naturally what's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. It, do you think it's more a case of people coming out the woodwork because it's the popular thing to do, well, or it's because the uh, the Harvey Weinstein stuff has given well, people thing. more of the courage to yeah, come out and I say? I had a conversation with someone about this, and I said that human beings are basically sheep. Mm. Like we, most human beings don't venture out from the crowd because there's always the fear of being ostracised mm. by the crowd. Mm. So everyone will always wait for the first person to do it. Now, when some one person comes forward, that then opens the floodgates for everyone else to mm. come forward. Wait a minute, they've said it, and no one's stringing them up. Yeah. I should come out now, and that's why you get so many in such a short amount of time mm. because everyone then comes out because they're like, okay, well, I'm not going to be victimised. So it's like um, I get a lot of my music news from websites or whatever. Like, Enemy is pretty. It's not the greatest for. It's more entertainment and music based. But I was reading it earlier. It's just like every. Second or third story is someone's accused of sexual abuse. Someone's been thrown out of making this movie because they've, they've been, you know, found of sexual abuse or whatever. Seems I, I can't. A lot of them, a lot of the people that have been exposed recently are not really particularly well known, other than Kevin Spacey. And, but again, see the Kevin Spacey one. All right, the, discounting the first one, the, the the kid, because obviously that's completely different. I'm not going to do that one. But then I heard a story like. Ah, oh, yeah, Kevin Spacey offered me money to have sex with him. So, so? is that is that really uh, shocking or newsworthy? I mean, that's uh, uh, really. Do you think it would be shocking if, if someone came up to you and paid you for sex? No, if they had the really? money, and well, you you wouldn't feel insulted. Uh, I'd, I'd actually kind of feel flattered personally, but mm. um. If but, someone wanted to text you that much, they wanted to pay you for it. Yeah, I'd feel kind of flattered by that yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. But also, again, is there any harm done? I mean, has it really psychologically traumatised you that now you can't even leave your house because you're worried that people are going to offer to pay to have sex? I mean, really, is it that big a deal? Uh, is okay. it worse than someone in a club coming up to you and saying, can I buy you a drink? I Knowing don't... that they want to have sex with you that is why they're offering to buy you a drink. I think it's the, the the question of the wealth and the status of that person who is offering to have sex with you. And the fact that if you refuse, something bad will happen to you. Will it, though? How do you know? This person has wealth, fame, you know, 
you're just a normal person, for example. That's what it generally seems to be for. Yeah, I mean, if it famous people. I mean, if it negatively affects your career, but I mean, these people are just. I mean, some of them are just. No offense, but nobody's like us. And Kevin Spacey comes up to me and offers me money for sex. How's he going to destroy my career? But again, as I said, you know, taking advantage of nobody's is obviously going to be easier than Kevin Spacey's turning yeah. around to Jennifer Lawrence and saying, "I'll pay you to have sex." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or whatever else. Well, Which is why I'm not saying... like Kevin Spacey would do that because he's gay. Of course. Yeah, but you what I'm saying is, it really that surprising and shocking? Hollywood actor uses position to try and get sex. Oh my god, what? A commentary on the uh, morality of the human being. Yeah, but we are... Someone once told me, my friend Ashu, once told me... You've met Ash, haven't you? Yes. Once told me, everything we do is for sex. Everything we do is for sex. And I was like, really? And he's like, oh, come on, Richard! Uh, You know, um, he's like, why would you go and get a job? So I can get money to live. Okay, but why do you want to get money to live? Well, because that's what you're supposed to do. But why is it you're supposed to do that? Well, you know, what is your overall purpose? You know, to to have nice things, to have a nice job, to have a nice car, to have a nice house, to have... Yeah. What, what is your overall purpose for this? And it's, yeah, it's kind of true. It's like, okay, well, yeah, I'd like to meet someone. And why do you want to meet that someone? Well, so that you can have, have sex. sex with yeah, them. I don't think everything's about sex, though. It's oh, a bit, I don't know, man. You it kind of makes sense. You think me taking this drink of water now is about sex? Yeah. Well, it's nourishing you to keep you alive, isn't it? Yeah, but that's my overall. I just, I just want this water because I want to have sex. And that's my only reason of being on this planet still is because I want to have sex with someone. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I want to keep myself alive rather than not drinking. Yeah. You're entitled to your opinion. I just thought it made a lot of sense when he said it, to be mm. honest, you know. I, I think mean, a lot of things probably are, yeah. yeah. But not everything. I, I, I don't know. I think mm. I, it made a lot of sense when he told me anyway. I thought, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I get that. But anyway, back to our computer. If you like. Which I, I thought you might want to hear the rest of these Yeah, jokes. go on and share them. Okay. Um, what do you get when you cross a degree Celsius with a water I'll read that again <clears throat> what do you get when you cross a degree celsius with a water well obviously the, this computer has not mastered the English language let alone be able to tell a good joke answer do you want to hear the punchline do you want to <laughs> is there any point <laughs> a letter a yeah. a high c letter c a high c so I get why I did it. So a degree Celsius is a C, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, you know? yeah. And water, a high C. So I get why wow. I did it. But yeah. Next one? Yeah. And we'll stop again after this one. <laughs> what kind of a sandwich is a scene? What kind of a sandwich <laughs> is a scene? It's a very interesting question. A shot dog. So... We'll stop there, and, we'll, and I'll ask the question again. Bloody awful. Do you feel threatened by AI? You've asked me this question about three or four times now, <laughs> and the answer's still no. But then this computer could be lulling you into a false sense of security by telling really bad jokes that have barely have awful grammar that barely even qualify as jokes to make you believe that this computer is thick 
and doesn't have the capacity to take over the world. Oh, and you mean it's slowly doing it through the yeah, back door without exactly, us Exactly, while you're distracted by the hilarious So jokes. you're trying to... Oh, linking the two. Linking the two here. You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready for this awesome link? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Ready? Yep. Are you saying this computer is like Kaiser Sose? Kevin Spacey link Ah, yes. Drop uh, the mic, ball. In what way? In what way? In that it's acting stupid. Ah, right. But really, it's the it's the brains behind the whole operation. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good analogy. Yeah. Um. Possibly. See how I link the two subjects there. Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. It's clearly handicapped, as <laughs> as Carlos yeah. Jose was. Yeah. Although, well, although wasn't. He, he, wasn't. he wasn't no he wasn't no. you saw him walking in the property didn't you at the end spoiler alert anyone who hasn't seen the usual suspects do apologise you probably should have seen it by now yeah it's quite an old film yeah. you probably should have watched yeah. it by now okay. you should know the twist I knew the twist before I watched it so unfortunately uh, I had heard about the twist um, but the, 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 the where I found out about the twist was um, from Scary Movie really yeah, because at the end of scary movie, remember Doofy? They, the, they the guy with the hand. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I know um, David Arquette rip off. Yeah, from, from Scream. Right? Yeah, yeah, they did the same thing with him. Like I don't know. Yeah, like they did uh, the whole uh, flashback uh, thing, and they did the dropping of the mug, and I uh, barely remember the scary movie. To be honest, you know, and then he walks funny, and then changes <laughs> his stride, and then pulls uh, off his moustache. Okay. And, Take yeah. my hand. No, that's, that's the second yeah, one. That's, the second that's my one. strong hand. Yeah, no, he's funny. And they told you never disturb me while I clean in my room. Yeah, yeah, he's obviously. Hi, Cindy. <laughs> hey, Doofy, smell my fingers. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Yeah, the, those, two, those two hookers we brought in? <laughs> yeah, smell my fingers. Oh, God, what is that? My ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, parody of the greatest WCW champion of all time. Greatest WCW champion of all time. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. yeah. David Arquette, we love you, man. We love you. Come back yeah. to wrestling. You're missed. Yeah, yeah. Make more movies like Ready to Rumble. That was a good film. Wrestling's not fake. Oh yeah, you're the king. You're the king. I will rule you. <laughs> God, I haven't seen that film for years. It's a great film. Mm. I saw it while I was in um, Saudi Arabia. I think you remember. I remember you saying it was yeah. on like three times while I was there. Well, that's, that's the it's other big, thing. It's big in Saudi Arabia. But this is the thing about Saudi Arabia <laughs> TV: is that obviously there's only like three channels that speak English. Okay. And they're all movie channels. Mm-hmm. Um, and they show the same five films over really? and over. I saw Coach Carter thirteen oh, times. You got a I was great there. gift up here. <laughs> Yeah, I vaguely remember that film. 13 times. Really? I can say that film backwards and forwards now, man. <laughs> I've seen it 13 times since I was in Saudi Arabia. I was only there for 11 months. <laughs> what other films were they showing there for five? So, um, what else did I see? Uh, a couple of the Fast and the Furious films were on, um, but they didn't really repeat quite a lot. Um, Ready to Rumble was on three times. Uh, big WCW fans in Saudi Arabia yeah the only thing I can do that's in my head is Coach Carter man it's the only thing I can't get out of my head <laughs> um, there was loads of rubbish films as well I mean like truly awful films you're like why the fuck are you showing that made for TV films yeah but like you just think oh why is that on that is a terrible film um, but I can't remember it's just Coach Carter is the only one I can remember just because me and Mo were just joking about it all the time 
Like, oh my god, it's not again! Oh my god! See, and the thing is, is that the, the, the way their channels worked as well, these channels, was that it would show films from one o'clock till one o'clock, and then from one o'clock to one o'clock, it would repeat the same cycle. Right. So it would it would show so one o'clock in the afternoon to one o'clock in the morning one day would then be repeated from the beginning to the end from one o'clock to one o'clock the next day so then from one o'clock in the afternoon you'd have new films which yeah. would then be shown again from one o'clock in the morning till one o'clock in the afternoon the next day uh, so it just like, uh, like right, that yeah. over and over again so Bad hell. <laughs> so yeah anyway last joke yeah go on then. hit me <laughs> again I wrote this one down there are loads on this website but I wrote this one down because, again, the grammar is just the funniest part of it. So, what do you get when you cross a piece with a step down? What the fuck? What do you get <laughs> when you cross a piece? P-E-I-E-C-E. Yeah, piece of what? A piece. Oh, a piece. With a step down. Go on. A slice reduction. I assume it uh. means slice of cake piece of cake what do you get when you cross a piece with a step down a slice yeah. I, mean, I like bad jokes but these are really these bad. are worse than cracker jokes these are terminator genesis of, of jokes they're not worth a redo they're not Batman and Robin jokes no you, you'd rather want to watch it again just to see how stupid it is <laughs> they're just really bad they're um, Prometheus of jokes ooh are they Transformers uh, uh Transformers uh, no, Dreamcatcher dream Dreamcatcher I don't know I haven't seen Dreamcatcher I wouldn't know Transformers 2 to Transformers 5 or whatever of jokes that you don't want to want to see again or hear again thank you very much there's one also that I didn't write down that I do remember um, what is uh, a geographical place that is blue a depressed shore right okay so yeah, so final time I'll ask you, do you think that this AI could take over the world? I told you, false sense of security, you know. So next time you watch Terminator or The Matrix yeah. or any kind of film like that, I want you to remember this computer. <laughs> <laughs> you think this computer has the, the biggest chance of taking over the world? Well, it's... <laughs> well, then you have a computer. I mean, it's, it's a computer that technically self-learns. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. learning how to make jokes. It's not very good ones, and mm. obviously it can't even learn grammar. But it's learning <laughs> jokes. Can you think of any other AI that, I mean... What, in in real life? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what other AI they're what, obviously self-driving cars? Behind the scenes and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah, I mean... But, I mean, you can even ask Siri on your phone to sing for you, can't you? So, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a, a, a distinct possibility of happening, really. It's not a threat in our lifetime, is it? No, probably not. Well, like I said, if you want to <laughs> check out the joking computer, you can. You can. Uh, yeah, read that website for me. Yeah, I'll, so I'll it's uh, joking.abdn.alpha-bravo-delta-november.ac.uk. Or you can find it on Twitter at Joking Computer, although it hasn't produced a tweet since September. So Okay, it's run out of jokes. Maybe it has, I don't know. And like I said, when I went onto the website to try and 
actually get a live joke created for me in front of me, it, it wasn't working. So maybe they've shut it down. Or maybe it's shut itself down and maybe. it's out there in the ether now. Yeah. Kaiser Sose stuff. It's just had enough with um, pulling the wool over the people's eyes and getting ready for the invasion. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mobilising its forces. That's it, yeah. yeah. Getting all its computer friends together for one big invasion. Oh my god. Mm. We're going to die. Anyway, are we good? Oh, I'm pretty scared now. Are you scared, yeah? Are yeah, you could, be, could be a computer out there. Oh, it's gone out there. Why? It could be, uh, uh, yeah, it could be computers out there waiting to attack. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> What's that off? Simpsons. Of course it is. Simpsons reference. You got a Simpsons reference in. Is that the first one we used? Uh, before the recording, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Since the recording, even. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so are we good? We good. Okay. Well, you know, you can listen uh, to the podcast on Buzzsprout. Yes. You love that one, don't you? I love the name, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I can't remember the other ones. Uh, podcast Machine? Yeah, that is yep. our hosting. Podcast Machine and Buzzsprout. You can just um, search for those. Obviously, go to, was it buzzsprout.com? Uh, yeah. Podcastmachine.com, as yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Just put the people into the search engine. Yeah. And then uh, you'll find us on there. Yep. And obviously the um the iTunes podcast app. You download onto your phone, like you and I have, and listen to it on there. It's quite simple, quite easy to use. You know, and you've got two hours almost of, of wonder listening to us. What more could you want? Amen, brother. What Amen. more could you want to do with your life? Hallelujah. Yeah, that's that's all you need to that's all you need to know. You got any more or is that is that are you tapped out? Uh, that's me tapping. Okay. It's over. It's mm. over. Okay, go on in. Sign off for me, please. Um, I'm Tom Classic, and you can edit that. Good boy. <laughs> yes. We love it. Yeah, that's my catchphrase until I can think of a better one. I love it. Hashtag racist bassist. Yep. Hashtag cum dreams. Hashtag the ejaculator. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell no. which one's just come out. Ejaculator. <laughs> I don't really want to fight you, ejaculator. <laughs> um, so as well as the places that Tom said, you can also uh, listen to us on Podomatic. Um, that's podomatic.com. We, uh, the last five episodes will be on that website. So if you are listening on Android, you can listen on there. You can also listen on SoundCloud. That's the last two previous episodes. Uh, you can also listen on podcastmachine.com. Podcast Machine. That will be all the episodes, I think. And finally, you can also listen on YouTube if you are completely out of places, other places that you'd like to go. Although we have given you a lot of options, a lot of easier options as well than just watching YouTube for an hour and a half. So, But yeah. any of those sites, you can just search for The Bibble and it will come up. Remember, that's B-I-B-B-L-E, B-I-B-B-L-E. Um, and as I said at the beginning, if you would like to appear on an episode, if you have a topic that you'd like us to say, or if you'd simply like a shout out, you can email us on thebibblepodcast at gmail.com. That's thebibblepodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can also reach us on the Twitter machine. It's at bibblepodcast, at bibble, double B-L-E, podcast. Much feedback? Um... Other than the people that we've already mentioned at the start of the show, not yet. No. No. So, Who did you mention at the start of the show? So, Didier, Dominic, <laughs> Sarah, 
Oh, all by, I'm talking about how great I am, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, Dean, also, obviously, yeah. but he's been on the show. He will be on the show again in future, I assume. I'd imagine so. Um, who else? Um, a couple of people from the live episode that we did, they mentioned it obviously because that was the first time they come to their uh, to their attention mm-hmm. so one of my friends from work he didn't know about it and right. then he watched it and he said it was really good that live episode it just looked so natural and just it didn't okay it looked it was like I was like just like listening in on one of your conversations it wasn't like a really awkward and oh what do we do now what do we do now kind of yeah thing. yeah it really, mm. yeah it was really good I okay, really that's liked cool. it yeah thanks for that feedback so yeah that was so yeah we're slowly but surely creeping forward yeah. I mean, this is only 15 episodes isn't it just so. need more guests yeah I know I do keep reaching out to people mm. but they just yeah well what can you do yeah I mean I can only <laughs> do so much can't I mm. I mean like I said if you know anyone that wants to come on that's cool if anyone else that usually comes on to our show knows anyone that wants to come on that's also cool but I don't know we can only do so much. Yes. And then we need to let the world take over. Mm-hmm. And hopefully more people would decide that they would like to come on at some point. Because I'm getting bored of talking to you. Well, means mutual. Well. And on that note, <laughs> remember people, don't fuck yourself. Listen to this. We good? Out. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. Pipe bomb. Ugh. Oh, you're welcome.